The Pelicans are back in the ninth seed after a strong performance against the Chicago Bulls. Who was the hero of the game and how much of an impact did Larry Nance Jr. have? And maybe we should all be like Devontae Graham and change our hair. It's the Friday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Friday, day after a big Pelicans win. 126-109 over the Chicago Bulls, a very good Chicago Bulls team, though missing some players. And a win that gets them back into the ninth spot in the Western Conference playoff race. This was a fun one. And the Smoothie King Center was rocking. Jose Alvarado, hero of the game. Devontae Graham coming back in a big way. Larry Nance Jr. making his Pelicans debut and making an impact. Herb Jones making plays. This was just a fun one all around. Let's be happy. It's a Friday, right? And today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by NBA Top Shot. NBA Top Shot is the future of being an NBA fan. Own officially licensed rare NFTs of the greatest moments from NBA history. Sign up today at LockedOn.NBATopShot.com. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Five days a week. No paywall, just Pelicans talk every single day. So we'll talk about this win in a second. But this weekend is going to be... As important home games for New Orleans as we've seen in a really long time, arguably going back to the playoff series against the Portland Trailblazers, what, 2018, when they swept them. That's how important these games are coming up against the Spurs on Saturday and the Bulls on, uh, sorry, Bulls. And the Lakers, there we go, on Sunday. Don't forget, we got the media meetup on Saturday before the Spurs game starting at 1.30. I'll be there. Come say hi. You need a special ticket to it. I've got the link in the description of the YouTube show down below. Sorry, is a pinned comment. And it's also available on, on uh, Twitter as well. And then on Sunday... They're having some fun over in the Smoothie King Center. Any fans wearing Pelicans gear receive special discounts on beer, soda, and snacks. $5 12-ounce domestic beers, $2 16-ounce fountain sodas, mini popcorn a dollar, mini nachos $2. It's going to be a lot of fun. And you're getting thunder sticks if you go in there wearing Pelicans gear brought to you by Prime Block. It's going to be a fun atmosphere. It's a must-win game, particularly against the Lakers, if they want that ninth seed in the Western Conference. All right, though. Let's go to the game last night. The big win over the Chicago Bulls, 126-109. Look, coming out from the start, New Orleans was playing well, and they were led by kind of an unlikely guy, right? They were led by Devontae Graham, kind of much maligned for the latter part of the season. You know what happened, though? You saw the game, right? You saw the pictures before the game. No more braids in his hair going with the full-on fro. You know when you change your hair, and there's a history of this in New Orleans, right? There's a history of this. You're going to play well. 
Nikola Mirotic shaved his beard, and this team went on a huge run, including sweeping the Portland Trailblazers in the first round. The second you saw Devontae Graham with a different hairstyle, you knew he was going to show up, and he did. He finished with 30 points on the night. That's a season high for him. 5 of 7 shooting from 3, 8 of 12 from the field. Four assists, two rebounds, one steal, not one single turnover. He was electric in this game. Also, it looks just good on him, I thought. You needed this type of performance from him. It's amazing what you can do to an opponent when one of your five starters isn't shooting one of nine and, in fact, is playing incredibly well to the point that this is the best he's played this season and when your opponent is missing DeMar DeRozan and, to a lesser, much lesser extent, Lonzo Ball. Things will go well for you. When one of your guys is playing well. And Devonta Graham was in this. Look, he, he's he, he's heard the stuff, right? He's heard some of the media and, the, and everything kind of being on him. There is no denying that whatsoever. And Christian Clark reported it after the game. You know, Devonta Graham said one of his friends uh, got on him for playing without confidence. The quote is, quote, my homeboy told me I lost my swagger. I kind of took that to heart and came out and played how I should be playing, end quote. Yes, play with some confidence. Don't you can tell he has a hitch in his shot when things aren't going well. You can see it. It's just something off. Watch him when he elevates and shoots. And it's usually because he's probably in his head overthinking things. And when he can just go out and be himself, and he does that better in the second unit, right? When the pressure's off, he plays incredibly, incredibly well. He went out and kind of played like that, and you see the results. They needed him to have a good game. The Chicago Bulls are good, even without DeMar DeRozan. Zach Levine is an excellent player, right? Vucevic got off to a hot start. You needed one of your starters to play well. And Devontae Graham did it. He scored nine points in the first quarter. When was the last time he did anything like that? His three-point shot was falling. He was feeling himself playing with that confidence, feeling confident shooting, not, oh, no, I'm shooting. Should I really be doing this? Now I bricked it. Good on Devontae Graham for dealing with the rough stretch that he's been on and going out and having the mental fortitude to overcome that and get you a very big win. This was a scheduled loss. Brandon Ingram wasn't playing. The team was kind of punting on this, right? Save Brandon Ingram for Saturday and Sunday. They weren't expecting to win this game, I would say. Yet they went out and they did because of a guy like Devontae Graham stepping up in a way that he absolutely needed to do that. Awesome performance from him. Also awesome performance from Jose Alvarado. Let's talk about him. I'm going a little long in this segment. We'll talk about him and Larry Nance Jr. coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. It's that time of year again as college basketball tournament is finally upon us. I have the Duke and uh, the Duke game on in, in the background here, and this one is fun. This one's really, really fun. So for all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. The Pelicans were three and a half point favorites. I said this was a scheduled loss. They should be. They were kind of punting on this game. Vegas didn't think so. Vegas thought they were favored. And if you believed in that and you believed in this team, you could have made some money betting on the Pelicans because, yeah, they won by more than three and a half in this one. 
Vegas knows what they're doing. Get in and use your sports knowledge also to go build your bankroll a little bit. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action over at betonline.net. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, Monday through Friday, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. And now for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You don't get the context from a box score or anything like that. Certainly, you've got to do it by listening to the Lockdown Now podcast. It's like 10 minutes. They run everything down. You know what's going to happen around the league. All right, we're talking about the Pelicans' big win over the Chicago Bulls. You know, we just talked about Devontae Graham coming out, being the leading scorer for the Pelicans, really hitting some shots and making a huge 12, 30 points, by the way, on 12 shot attempts is freaking good. Nine of nine from the line, too. He the, the Pelicans got into the bonus early in the fourth quarter, and they kept fouling Devontae Graham, and he just kept making him pay. Again, perfect nine of nine from the line. But you could argue that Jose Alvarado was the hero of the game. The game swung wide open when he came in to start the fourth quarter and just did everything. The Pelicans went on a quick 9-0 run. He scored eight of those points. He was a pest on defense and did that thing he does, right? I'm going to go stand in the corner. You're going to think I'm on the bench. And then I'm going to go run up to you and steal the ball from you. Except he didn't steal it. He just forced Alex Caruso into a travel. And Caruso had a terrible game. I'm looking at the numbers. Three is seven for 11 total points with, what do you have? Three turnovers, five personal fouls. Felt like he was on the ground, curled up in the fetal position so often in this game. Just a tremendous performance from Jose Alvarado just doing everything this team needed, whether it was making defensive plays, making big shots, right? And he shot well in this one overall. Five of ten, two of three from deep, three of four from the line. Seven assists, creating opportunities because he's playing downhill. And I loved his quote after the game. He said, quote, I'm not the tallest, but I'm going to give you hell every time. End quote. Yeah, we love a dude like that here in New Orleans. He's one of the easiest players to root for that we've probably ever had play for the Pelicans. But he makes winning plays. He was plus eight on the night off the bench. That's a big number. Out there with the starters, just making things happen. He's going to get an actual NBA deal. It's probably coming in about a week or so. I have an episode just kind of devoted to that, talking about that. If you haven't listened to that one yet, go back. You can check on YouTube wherever you get your podcast. He's a really good backup point guard. He's undersized, and there's times when his offense isn't falling. He bricked a couple shots, like really bad takes, just not good looks. But everything he gives you, oh, it's like chef's kiss, right? In everything that he's doing. Just brings energy, brings that presence. Before he went to steal the ball and force that travel on, Alex Cruzo had no idea it was coming. He's over there in the corner by the Pell's bench, and you see Najee Marshall just freaking out in the background. He was so excited because he knew what was going to happen. I don't know why this wasn't on the Bulls scouting report. But, oh man, the bench was having so much fun on plays and moments like that. Jose Alvarado really sparked the large lead for New Orleans that they wouldn't relinquish. Hero of the game, personally. But another guy who made a big impact, and we were kind of expecting this to a certain degree, right? 
Larry Nance Jr. making his debut for your New Orleans Pelicans. This is the type of player they need. Just a smart basketball player who even hit a three. He's not a good shooter for the most part. And he gets a three in this game. Everything was going well. He, he was impactful out there. He, he did a number of things well. His defense was not great. On the perimeter, he struggled. When guards were switched on to him, he really struggled there. But he did hold his own down low. Blocked a big shot, right? Just a massive play and had a little bit of fun with that. It was on Tristan Thompson, guy he played with. It really seemed to enjoy that one a little bit. Patting him on the butt after that. You know, a little bit condescending, but they're friends too, and he probably enjoyed that one. You know, he didn't do anything exceptionally well. Nine points in the night, four rebounds. But he solid minutes from him, right? And that's what all, all you need from a guy off the bench. They don't need to be exceptional. Three of six from the field, one of one from deep, two of two from the line. A couple of those rebounds, big rebounds that stopped a potential run from happening for the Chicago Bulls. He also got out in the break and tried to score. He just fits with what this team is trying to do. You can get him the ball down low and he can try and muscle it a little, little bit. Apparently, he's got enough of a jump shot to be able to shoot it and make it fall, even though I don't think you can really rely on that with him. But just impactful minutes, right? You have guys who have played in this for this team a little bit who have struggled. Gary Clark, Tyrone Wallace, Tony Snell even to a certain degree. Garrett Temple's been out of the rotation rightfully so, for a little while now. And now when you add Brandon Ingram, your top eight, top nine guys looks a whole lot better. You know, we've seen Billy Hernan Gomez have moments when he's good. He had an emphatic dunk in this one. He can score down low, but he's not great defensively. You don't want him playing in the fourth quarter of a close game. Now Larry Nance Jr. can play those backup five minutes, those backup four minutes. I think those are really, it's a really important role, I think. You can still play Billy Hernan Gomez. But notice he played fewer minutes than Larry Nance Jr. did, 13 to 18. That's not like out of nowhere. I think they trust a guy like Larry Nance and feel that he can deliver just quality NBA minutes. And that's all you need. And when Brandon Ingram comes back, you're not going to see Tyrone Wallace play. And that's a good thing. You can roll with your best guys and feel comfortable about about the quality you have out there on the court. Larry Nance Jr., definitely good in this game. Coming up, some of the other big performances. Loved what we saw from Jonas Valanciunas in this one and Herb Jones. Let's talk about him coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by NBA Top Shot. NBA Top Shot is the officially licensed NFT of the NBA. Connect with a community of hundreds of thousands of NBA fans as a natural progression of fantasy sports, a way to upgrade your experience as an NBA fan. This is the future of what being an NBA fan looks like. It's part trading card. You know, these are officially licensed NFTs of the greatest moments in NBA history. Moments that you are going to own. And it's akin to the stock market, right? Every day, millions of dollars of NFTs are traded back and forth between tens of thousands of NBA fans around the world. I bought a pack before the game. Before the game. And I opened a Jose Alvarado moment. It's actually the only moment that he has on NBA Top Shot. The price more than tripled by the end of the game after the performance that he had. So I'm going to get to sell that moment, make a bunch more money than I would have otherwise. And it's fantasy sports, right? 
in that every night you have the ability to capitalize in the market if you're able to predict the top performance uh, performers. And it's got a loyalty program. They flew out uh, collectors to Game 5 of the NBA Finals based on having a bunch of Suns moments. They flew people out to the NBA Draft based on having rookie moments. They got to play basketball with Obi Toppin and Tyrese Halliburton. Investors include Michael Jordan and LeBron James and a bunch of NBA players. And I hear people all the time ask, why would I buy a highlight when I can watch it on YouTube for free? But it's not just about watching a highlight. It's about having an ownership stake in what's akin to a stock market for the NBA's greatest highlights. And you want to get in on the ground floor. Again, I'm going to sell that Jose Alvarado moment for a whole bunch more because I'm an early adopter of this. So sign up for NBA Top Shot today. It's the best way to start. You can get a starter pack. You can pull an NFT of a superstar like LeBron James or Kevin Durant, you know, Herb Jones, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, or star rookies, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Herb Jones again. And even maybe there's going to be a moment of that Trey Murphy dunk that he had, which we'll talk about coming up. And there's a lot of challenges. You can have a lot of fun with NBA Top Shot. So NBA Top Shot is the future of being an NBA fan. Own fully licensed rare NFTs, the greatest moments in NBA history. Sign up today at LockedOn.NBATopShot.com. Again, that is LockedOn.NBATopShot.com. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you also by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I absolutely love these things. They're the best tasting because they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And they have delicious flavors like mint brownie, coconut brownie chunk. I have the raspberry... Uh, uh, the white chocolate raspberry cheesecake. And then they've got Puff Bars, which are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're light. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. So if you eat a protein bar before or after a workout for breakfast in the morning or like me, just basically for lunch, you may as well eat the best tasting one. And that is Built Bar. And you're going to be surprised at how good these things are for you. Go to Built.com, scroll down to the macros chart, you're going to be blown away. 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein for the most part. Compare that to a candy bar. If you just need a snack, these are a great substitute for that. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Built.com. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, Monday through Friday, five days a week, breaking down the biggest moments. Anyone else doing that? Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. Talking about the big win over the Chicago Bulls, 126-109. Pelicans back in the ninth seed hosting a play-in tournament game. And some big games over the weekend. Don't forget, media meetup on Saturday. You can get a ticket. The link is below on YouTube. And it's also on my Twitter. And then... Cheaper beer, cheaper sodas, cheaper popcorn on Sunday if you just wear Pell's gear. That's it. That's like the easiest thing in the world, right? So there were a couple of other really good performers in this game. Jonas Valanciunas has been key for this team without Brandon Ingram, and they're clearly saving him for these two weekend games to make much more of an impact. Those were much more, those are much more must-win games. That was worded terribly than this game against the Chicago Bulls. But Jonas was great dominant in the minutes that he played out there. There was no answer for him. 5 of 12, so the shooting wasn't great, but 16 points, he's got to the line, but more importantly, dominated the glass. 19 rebounds. He was actually the NBA's leading rebounder on the night. The Pels just straight up whipped the Chicago Bulls on the glass. 43 rebounds for New Orleans compared to just 33 for the Bulls. They were cleaning up misses. They were cleaning up opponents' misses too. All of that's really important. 10 offensive rebounds is a really big deal. And Jonas Valanciunas was a key part of that. Again, 
they need to ride him more, I think, when you don't have Brandon Ingram in there, whether that's out due to injury or if he's just on the bench, because he has been very, very good over the past couple of weeks. I dislike when they get away from him. Yeah, you've got a guy like CJ McCollum, who was really good in this game too, 25 points, hitting his shots other than threes, but getting into the lane, trying to collapse that defense and look for others, six assists on the night. He's excelling. He's great. They needed that kind of performance from him. Also, kind of like your vocal leader, he picked up a tech after not getting a foul call. When the refs seem to not be calling things both ways for a little bit, and CJ getting that tech kind of infusing some energy into the team was a really good thing too. But he made Jonas Valanciunas' life a little bit easier, and Valanciunas was great. Great. You get him on that low block, get him the ball, he can go and he can try and score. I don't know if he needs to be taking four threes, but I don't hate if he rips those shots when he's wide open on the perimeter, and he was, but he just went 0 for 4. It's a couple of those, two of those, one of those. His line just looks even better, but clearly they were winning the minutes that he was out there on the court. Herb Jones also good. Two steals, three assists. He made a three. If that three just is ever consistent, look out league. Such an incredibly important player. I don't, the one thing I didn't get was right before the end of the half, they basically had him foul to have the Bulls inbound the ball. Basically kind of a take foul right there that gave him his third. Ended up not mattering, right? Because he only finished with four in the night, so only picked up one more the rest of the way. Just kind of a weird call to give him an extra foul when you didn't need him to do that. And I did not understand that decision. And let's wrap up talking a little bit about Trey Murphy. Again, he's been up and down this season. Breakout game a couple games ago, a couple weeks ago at this point against the Charlotte Hornets. Haven't really seen that since. But what a play to end the third quarter. What an unbelievable play to end the third quarter. What he did was grab a rebound after a missed shot on offensive board and just go right up for the dunk. Was basically made right as the shot clock expired. They reviewed it. They didn't count it originally. Then they decided to review it and they gave the two points to New Orleans. To have the clock awareness, the situational awareness to be like, oh, I got to go and do this right now. Not kick it out. Not, oh, this shouldn't be my shot. This should be someone else's. To kick the ball out, to get the ball to the, you know, someone else that, that's better than him. No, he knew what was going on. He knew he was in good position. He went up and dunked and threw it down. Like, threw it down. And he did it in enough time and they counted it. That type of end of quarter play is just such a morale booster, such an energy booster that... This team surged off of that, and then they took over at the start of the fourth quarter. Big play right there from Trey Murphy. You've seen him not put it all together yet, but he's doing one thing right this game. He's doing another thing right another game. He's doing something else right in the other game. You're seeing pieces of it, and if he starts to put them together, oh yeah, oh yeah, he's going to do incredibly, incredibly well. He's not there yet, and that's fine, but you're seeing the pieces that when he does put them all together, and he will, He's going to be a really, really good NBA player, I think, and a very useful piece. Is he your top one or two option? No. Third? Mm, probably not. Fourth, fifth right now? Sign me up for that type of guy. Quality NBA player, eventually, I think, for sure. There you go. Big win. Ninth seed. Home play-in tournament game right now. If you win these next two, it's almost, I feel very confident that that will end up being the case. Spurs and Lakers this weekend. Enjoy the games. I'll be there with you all at the media meetup on Saturday. Looking forward to it. And wear your Pels gear on Sunday and get those cheaper concessions. All right, thank you all for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. Again, we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube as well. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. Now for your second listen, Locked On NBA. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. I'm there every Wednesday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. 
and I'll be back with you all tomorrow. Or sorry, on Monday.